Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Views, the podcast where Jason and I reveal stuff about each other. Um, this podcast, I may or may not tell you guys about my cyst. I killed somebody. What? Oh, my God. Well, tune in for Murder and Cysts. I thought we were... No, not. I thought yours was going to be more revealing than mine. And That's not this I episode. I totally misjudged it. Yeah, you did. Okay, I gotta go. I just have a little cyst going on under my skin. You, <laughs> you murdered somebody? No. 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 Why would I? No. I didn't say that. Just roll the intro music. No, that's not. That's my job. Huh? Okay. Did you kill somebody? I'm in deep shit. Dude. Roll the intro music. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's here. She's our co-host. She's not our co-host. She's my publicist. I am now the co-host. Megan, Jason, I have a question. Your job is Good done. Good luck to you. Megan, I have a question. <laughs> yes. You're my publicist. I am. When you were growing up, you wanted to be a publicist, right? At, at one point, you decided. Uh, yeah, at one point. But yeah. I wanted to be a pop star, actually. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, I wanted to be like like Britney Spears. Oh, so you, fall, you fell onto the other end of it. But you're yeah. still kind of in it. Okay, so my, my question is, you're my publicist. I'm, yes. a, I'm an influencer, uh-huh. YouTuber. Did you ever... Digital star and TV personality is how I refer to you. Thank you for hyping me up. Yeah, dude, fucking... It's so funny. Like, you know, like... Megan hypes me up so much, it's really fucking embarrassing. Okay. It's no. also my job to do that. No, I know. But, like, we've been... We actually got in a fight about this in New York. Yeah, he made me cry. I didn't... Mi- I... I oh, really? Okay, I made I her went, cry, but... We were at, there for New York Fashion Week, and I he made me I can't wait to hear your notes where you say, cut out the part where David made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 let's talk about this. I went up in my room and cried. What? I told you this. I, no, I sat in the bathtub. Oh. I blocked your number, remember? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, number? that doesn't work. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I blocked she, it for like 12 hours. She blocked it for, okay. And then we had to get on a flight, uh, and I was like, David. There was one time we got in a fight, me and Megan, and it's, what, what, what happened? What exactly happened? We were at... Some fashion week party, and you were talking to a group yes! of people. Yes, we were at a fashion week party, and I was talking to like my peers, like other influencers. Oh, how annoying is that? What? Your peers. No, I mean, that's what it was. We were talking to other people that like do what I do. And, um, and then Megan comes in, and I don't know if it was like, if it. You were talking about the next day, and yeah. they were like, what are you guys doing? And David goes, oh, nothing, you know, just getting on the flight. And I was like, no, you have press in the morning. Like, we have a full press day tomorrow. No, no. Megan goes, no, not nothing. You have Fallon in the morning. No, <laughs> you have. And then, oh, really? she, and then she went off the publicist list, oh. like, in front That's of these people true. where, like, I love downplaying shit. Like, I don't sure. give a fuck. I don't, I don't want to say that in front of people, especially I don't know because I don't want to come off, like, right. tacky. And, and it's cute how Megan does it because she's just, like, proud and happy and excited. Right. But, it, but do you know why it's weird from my point of view? 100%. 
Yeah. Oh, but he's lying. No, I'm not lying. I wouldn't cry over that. What is he it? was just so like cold and mean about it. And I, I we'd had a really long day. No. What did he say? Megan, when I'm around other people, don't talk me up like that. Yeah, he don't was do like that. he goes I he pulled me aside, he goes, I hate when you do that. And then you don't remember this? No, I do. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I just, I genuinely just do. Like, I, I, it's happened multiple times, and I, I told her. I hate when you say that. And I've told her it's multiple times. It's always appropriate. Like, I'm not trying to make you sound cooler, but you were. It was along the lines of they were. It was like a scheduling thing. Like they were asking you what you were doing the next day, and I was like, No, you're not free. We have this, this, and this. I know, but there's something so weird when you're like. And then you called me out in front of them, and I was all embarrassed. Oh, I did. What Maybe. did you say? In no, front I of them? didn't call you yeah, out you for did. No, I didn't. Now you're fucking. You're making. No, I told you that in the car you're later. The meanest client ever. No, you <laughs> that's, a, that's a big thing for David. Is like if you start to appear unhumble, he gets very, very like yeah. upset. It's no, just, it just made me uncomfortable because we were just like. Well, I've never done it again, have I? I wasn't like fucking. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was like, I was like, yeah, because it, it just it comes off weird, especially in this line of work. Sure. Like if it's like if you're a business guy and you have like no, you have that meeting at eight o'clock. That's fine. But when you're like listing like you had that interview with E, and then you're doing Access yeah. Hollywood at four, right. it sounds so fucking weird, and it sounds like you're just yeah. bragging in front of people, and I just didn't like that. I don't know. I'm sorry, Megan. <laughs> That's the first time you've ever said I'm sorry. Oh, fuck oh. off. That's not true. I forgive you, David. That's not true. I will unblock your number. Has, has he ever said I'm sorry to you, Ella? I think once he said I'm sorry. We all get one sorry. But it's it's never a, like, I'm sorry. It's like, I, I'm sorry, but like, you know, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think if you ever said I'm sorry to me. Hey, hold on. You, you guys are saying this like, I, I owe you guys all apologies. <laughs> Can I say one thing? Yeah. Sometimes you'll say like, Thank you, Megan. And it feels so out of place. I'll be like, are you yes. okay? Yes. You know what I mean? oh. oh, my God. Really? I like yesterday, he was like, hey, Jay, you want to come hang out and uh, go to Jack's house and bring him flowers? Jack's our manager. And I was like, I know, oh, I saw my shit, Instagram. what's wrong? Right. Yeah, yeah, like when he did. Oh, he, like it was weird to, that I was bringing flowers to our manager? Yeah, like a, Yeah, what's I thought that going? was fucking strange. I know Jack called me today. He goes, did you see on Instagram? <laughs> I was like, I was shocked. He goes, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we went to my manager Jack's house the other day and I brought him flowers. And it was so weird, like getting out of the car. Like, because especially when we were vlogging, there's no time to do fucking that. There's no. no there's no time to stop at somebody's house and give them flowers. Like, it was... It's such a like a, such a regular person thing to do that was not part of like what we were doing when we, when I was vlogging and it was like so weird that I did it for the first time. I you, pulled up to his house. I got out. It was sunny. Like I took a note of like how beautiful it was out that day. The cars were whizzing by. I checked how close I was to the curb. Like I had so much time on my hands. And then like I've even fucking opened the trunk. And this to other people this probably sounds crazy. Like yeah, what do you mean you went and t- delivered something? But like like when we were vlogging, this was not a normal thing to do like there's no way we're stopping at our, i wouldn't take a call from jack like we had we just that was not in our brain space like i did not have time to talk to jack about whatever he wanted to talk about now we were i was at his house with a bouquet of flowers that i took time to pick out and i was there standing next to him and going like hey dude happy birthday and he was like why are you here <laughs> jonah and i were standing there and, and jonah was like this is this is so out of place or Dave. I'm like, like just let him do it. <laughs> I know, even like, you must have had a day yesterday because last night we were texting about something and I was like, I've got your back, David. Like you're like you too, Megan, with a ton of exclamation points. Like appreciate you. And I literally go, Are you okay? And he goes, Yes. I go, Promise. Yeah, that was so. a little strange. But Megan, I'm sorry that uh, I made you cry that day. Thank you, uh, Megan. I wanted to ask you, would, would you ever want to be a publicist for anybody like cooler? Like like, do you know what I mean? Like. 
Like yes. in a in a perfect world. Chrissy Teigen. In a perfect world. Yeah, Chrissy Teigen is my dream client. Um, do you actually want to know an answer? Yeah, like in a perfect world, would you rather be like, hey, in a do perfect, you want a real story here? In a perfect world, would you rather be Kevin Hart's publicist or my publicist? Why can't I be both? Okay, no, I know, but like, it, like I'm, I'm. So okay, I'm not to talk- give you context. Okay. So the reason I am in the digital space, in this is really cheesy, but in college when I was studying PR, I would watch YouTube just as my downtime. That yeah. was kind of like what I enjoyed. And I'm, I'm a little older than you, two years, but I'm ju- I just missed that gap where like YouTube was the, you know, the entertainment. Right. Um, so all my friends are like, why do you watch YouTube all the time? Like, what is this? I actually, I didn't, I didn't watch you, but it was like Jenna Marbles, like that right, kind right, of right, Like OG YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then as I was, I think it was senior year and I was I was a PR major and I was like, how do I merge these two? Because I was doing like food PR and there wasn't really entertainment in Boston. And my, one of my friends was like, well, why don't you try merging, you know, your love for YouTube and PR? Oh. So I found a company that did it and I cold, cold, I cold called them and they hired me as a temp. Wow. And then how did we get paired up? I became an assistant there. I So I was a temp there for like, a month maybe and then they made me an assistant um and i worked with like a bunch of different influencers and events and just like wow. kind of got my way in and then i was working the streamies i was their publicist um and you were you know top of our list you guys all were coming and so i had like oh, printed yeah. out your name tags and i was going to walk you guys down the carpet and i remember i was emailing with jack and he was like hey so my name is jack reed i'm david's manager i'm going to be bringing natalie she's going to walk the guys down and I was like, Natalie, like the assistant? She's going to, I was like, does he not have a publicist? And then you showed up to the streamies carpet and I kind of grabbed you and I was like, I can help you walk down. And so we started doing interviews together down the carpet. I kind of grabbed you and I threw you in a closet. I basically <laughs> kidnapped you that day. Right. And Did then you- I think after that, I like met Jack that night and I was like, we, got, we should work together. And then you have me come over to the house. And the very first time I met you, the second time, I guess, you had a, you brought like a flamethrower to answer the door. I was like, what the hell is this? Oh, really? Yeah. At what age did you know you wouldn't be a pop star? Uh, uh, Good question. I'm still hoping for that. (laughs) That's so interesting. If I could sing, it would happen. You know? First impression of me, go. Very charming. Oh, hell yeah. I thought it was going to be mean. You know that that's your first impression. Yeah, I thought it was going to be mean. First impression of me, go. Also charming. You were really funny. Because I think you were so, like... Stinky. Stinky. Your feet were stinky. Actually, I just remembered the first time I ever saw your face. Did you have at VidCon one year have a car with your face all over it? Yeah, I yeah, it was well it was Todd's car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, was the first time I saw I was like, Who is this kid? So weird that, that is everywhere. That's so weird. That's how Taylor saw me for the first time. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Taylor That's so weird. Todd used to Taylor used to live in the same apartment as Corinna, Todd's ex. Oh yeah. And Todd would park I right Corinna. Yeah, yeah, no, but just for people listening. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you forget we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were just talking. Um Todd would park right next to Taylor's car. Oh, and Taylor so showed me funny. Snapchats where she would Snapchat the car, and she'd be like, "What the fuck is oh this?" My God, I yeah, didn't and know now that. and now yeah, Taylor works here, and now you work with us. It's crazy. Yeah, doing the carpet's bizarre though. It it never feels like I should be there. I yeah, I fucking hate doing the carpets. Like I don't understand that mindset. Like it also sucks. Like like when we went to the Endgame premiere, that was like my least favorite carpet. 
Wait, yeah. why? Well, that's tough. You were up against like. Well, because that's when you saw Natalie Portman. No, no, no. I loved being there, oh. but I, I loved. I hated walking it. Like you made me walk it. Remember? And you made me. No, you did. It's you... a huge deal. Yeah, I made you I walk know, it. I know, but it's like I was right after Paul Rudd and fucking like. Uh, I think it was Mark Ruffalo. And tell people what it's like. It's I don't know, Megan. There's 400 camera people all on tears. It's overwhelming. Tiers. And. There's like camera. It's Endgame. You know what it is. The first movie of all, of it, it's yeah. It's the big. It, it was yeah. the biggest. It was the biggest Avengers movie ever, and all the superheroes are coming. It's a big deal. It's a very small premiere. Like it's literally. I don't know how we got into the premiere. It really was so publicist. intimate. It was literally the actors and us. Like I fucking <laughs> shit you not. Um and and yeah, they're I'm all walking in. Obviously, all the camera guys are like Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett yeah. over here, and like everybody knows everybody's fucking name. And like sometimes, well, a lot of times on carpets, like there's a lot of people that come out of the carpets that. Maybe not every photographer knows, so like publicists will have to hold up signs with their with the person's name on it's it. It's actually for spelling. Oh, it's for spelling. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So so then Megan comes up. You know, everyone's going, Paul, Paul, over here, Paul, right over here, Robert, Robert, Donnie, right here, right here, Natalie, and like, and they're all screaming these like you know huge stars' names, and then I'm like, I'm not fucking walking after these fucking people. <laughs> like, no one's gonna want to take a picture of me. And and then and then Megan goes, You gotta do it. You gotta do it. And <laughs> Megan, t- that's just what like I sound her. Like. Yeah, that's, a, that's what Megan sounds like. No, on the David does the meanest impersonation of me. Yeah. Like, oh, you, uh, you gotta do the carpet, David. <laughs> there, was, there was a bit of confusion when you got on the carpet. So here's the thing. Yeah, and then Megan's but, standing but there holding my name, David like, Dobrik. completely disappointed. They were like, no, you, okay, we'll, we'll shoot this guy. Like, maybe he's in the movie. I know I was invited. The carpet. I know, Megan, I'm telling you, Megan is like, like I'm, I'm a glass half empty kind of guy, yeah. and she's like a glass half full, and also... I think it kind of looks completely full to me. That's the kind of girl Megan is. Megan's like, I think we have enough here for a couple people. Um, <laughs> Megan's like a super overly optimistic person. Yeah. Where like that's exactly where we differ, and that's why we got into that one fight in New York about like how like she hypes me up too much because I get so uncomfortable by it. Yeah. And like she like she's just like you deserve to be on this carpet, and I'm just I like have to balance I, you. And I'm just like this is so fucking weird. I shouldn't be on this carpet. And like it's just weird to hear all the cameras go, and then then when I step on, it goes. That is not true. <laughs> click, click, That's just not click. true. And then, yeah, and then Paul Rudd comes back. He puts his foot in, and it goes. <laughs> and it's just like, it just feels. It's, I mean, You're that right. is, it is no, true. No, it's not. No, it is true. But I'm sure, like, even, like, Paul Rudd probably felt weird that night. It's he's, overwhelming. He's like, he thinks people, everyone wants to talk to Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, but you probably he probably looked at me and he's like, well, at least I'm not that guy. <laughs> to be fair. He looked at me and he's like, well, at least I'm a fucking superhero. <laughs> uh, but yeah, ABM, man. No, I, I, I get it. No, but I appreciate Megan for hyping me up, but it, it's, very, it's very scary at times. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. 
I'm gonna let I'm gonna lay some fucking facts down on you right now, dog. Yeah, listen up. You, you may be the big dog around here, but check this shit out. Yeah. I get credit for Joe. Hell yeah. I know. I remember where you introduced. We talked about this. Yeah. And you get credit for me. <laughs> shit. Scott gets credit for Todd. What do you mean? Todd gets credit for Jeff. We're talking about friend origin. Oh, friend origin. Who brought origin. who in? Who brought who in? Yeah. Zane and Heath get credit for you. I remember, I remember, oh yeah, Zane and Heath brought me into the friend group for sure. Yeah. I remember when I met Joe, we were sitting at the Chateau, and it was the Chateau Vermont. That was the first time Joe made uh, like a move on me. And and, <laughs> jo- and Joe, and I fucking, True. I knew like he filmed stuff with you and I knew it was fucking coming. <laughs> I knew, because I knew, I knew Joe was the type of guy that was like, like, Hey, I'm out here filming. I'll film whatever for you. You know, Joe's a very like. There's a lot of people like Joe. Um, it, I don't mean this in a bad way. Joe's like the my favorite out of all those people. But there's a lot of people like Joe that are so driven mm-hmm. and that will do. I mean, I guess this is just a good thing. There's a lot of people in LA that are so driven and they're like they'll they'll, they'll be like, here's my business card. Here's my business card. And I knew Joe was one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sitting right right by you at the chateau. I just finished an apple. And I think, Jason, you were doing something else. Um, and it was just me and him. And he turns to me. I was on his left. And he looks right over his knee. And he looks at me. And he goes, uh, yeah, you know, I could, I, could, I could shoot stuff for you. I shoot stuff for Jason all the time. Like, I could help you out. <laughs> and I was like, there it is. He's like, there's the ask. I and respect I was, that. And I was like, great. Here, okay. Well, Joe's part of my life now. Did that I, really happen? 100%. I remember seeing you and Liza standing there at that part, the Vine party, like on Halloween. And I went over and introduced myself to you guys. And I introduced myself to like 100 Vine people party. Like are you saying um, the... Uh, niche party. The niche party? Yeah. Oh, the, when Josh Peck was there. And- yeah, Jason brought me to a dinner with like 20 of the top Viners, like top of the top. And I just moved out to LA for like three weeks ago. I was like, how the fuck did I get here? No, the first time we properly interacted was the Chateau. Oh. But I remember that fucking Vine party too, the niche one. Bro, that was fucking crazy. There was a big Vine logo on the wall, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was big green Vine logo. It was like the biggest fucking Viners. It was crazy being around Viners at the time. Right. Like when Vine it's was like pop. TikTokers now. Yeah, but when Vine, but it was different. It was like. Um, it was the first of its kind. It was the first of its kind. And being around big Viners was like, I remember once we went to Casey James' house and Rudy Mancuso was there or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember Alex and I went to the bathroom and we were just like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and that was that was really bizarre. Addison told me. Addison Ray told me a really funny story. She said the first time we came over, it was her and Dixie, um, and she told me she's like we came over and we just like got back from like hanging out. Like we met up, we met up with them at like Saddle Ranch. This was like nine or ten months ago. She said they came over and they went to go use my bathroom, both of them. And they said right when they closed the bathroom door, they just started fucking freaking out. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because like that's exactly like what I was doing like with all the other viners. Right. And then and then yeah, and then they just like become a regular part of it. Like that's the best part about this place is like you fangirl over all these people and then you just become their fucking friends. It's like so cool. <laughs> well, the the one thing I'll say about Joe though, and I think it's a good lesson for anybody is like he if you want to like. I don't know. You always, you were always like, we're really helpful. You know, you're a very value added kind of guy. You always I, brought more than you took. I give everything and I expect nothing. Yeah. And that's a good Ooh. way to be. Yeah, that's deep. That's really, really good. good way to be. Yeah. I give everything and I, remember, I expect nothing. I remember <laughs> when David started to like you. I was like, oh, God, thank God. And when, when did we first work together, Jay? I remember. I know how I met you at the comedy you club. You remember the comedy club? But I said, you said, you want to come by tomorrow and do this bit? Went in. I, I showed up at your apartment. Alex was there, who I loved. Alex was so funny, and I was like... But I remember for a time when we were filming, people thought you were replacing Alex. 
yes. And Alex was in the videos less, and you were in the videos a lot more. Remember how hard it was for people to like you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you told me that you used to delete comments. Yeah, I used yeah. to delete comments so you wouldn't see them. I'm and, saying and, this now because people love you now. But I'm just saying people took a long time to warm up to you just because he was old. I'm they sure. Were like, they were like, I don't like this. Like, like he's old. And you guys are young, and yeah. like people are just confused by it. But then, like people, like finally started to realize that you were like the funniest out of the group. And then they're like, "Okay, okay, he can stay." Um, I didn't. I didn't read the comments. Luckily, I was too old to know where to find the comments. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would. I would delete them because because people just weren't getting it. Um, Thank you, David. Thank you for standing by me. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, Did no. you know Taylor's right now? She's with her friends at like a place in California, and the mayor of the town. Yeah. His name is Max, yeah. and he's a golden retriever. And he's the actual it's, – it's, this is fucking real. He's a real – he's the real mayor. He's the only mayor-appointed dog. No way. And, like, he'll go around the city, and he wears a tie all the time. He has no a tie. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Jason was there. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he's, a, he's the cutest golden retriever, Max. Um, What's his policies? Well, his policies are insane. That's why people don't like to move there. It's more bones. It's more bones. Yeah, it's more bones. It's more treats, and it's more nap times. And people just don't get any work done. This is him. He's adorable. Does he run attack ads versus opponent? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he's stunning. Yeah, he's a gorgeous dog. He's like a very, very pretty dog. Oh my god. And and it's so funny because like you'll see the pictures of him, and it's he's called Max, the, the Max the Mayor. That's all good. Is that why retrievers. Taylor went to that city? No, but it, it's oh, it's the town of. Idlewild. Idlewild. Oh, Idlewild, yeah. Oh, yeah, Idlewild, yeah. And he drives around in the back of a pickup truck, and people will take pictures with him. And there's also some photos of him, like, outside, like, an ice cream shop, like, sleeping on the ground, <laughs> which I think is funny because, like, no mayor in the world can be caught sleeping on the floor. Yeah. But, like, but, like, this Max, this mayor, I guess, is so busy that he will, from time to time, have to take naps in the middle of his duty. Sure. And I think that's so cool. Like, he's so confident. Like, he doesn't care. Like, he's running the town, <laughs> which I'm surprised. Like, even the police officer is like, that's my favorite far as like the police officers will come and take pictures with him like he's like the big mayor um he doesn't talk much though that's the problem but he's fucking uh, he's a golden retriever his name is maximus mighty dog mueller the second or max for sure short i'm not making this up he's been the mayor since 2014 <laughs> who was the previous mayor uh, I, I don't know but could you imagine losing the golden retriever I, I'd be fucking, I'd be furious. We're not far from it, from a golden retriever running for president. Really and people fun. are like, I don't know, man. He makes some good points. <laughs> I released a puzzle the other day. Yeah. Um, it's called The $100,000 Puzzle by David Dobrik. And uh, I have to throw that in. Um, and it's a puzzle where if you solve it, it's fucking really difficult. And if you solve it, you can win anywhere from $0.25 cents to $100,000. And there's prizes, there's prizes in between, and I had no fucking idea. It's the best-selling thing I've ever sold in my entire life. Yeah. And I had no idea it was going to sell so good, and I'm really fucking scared. I even made a story, and I was like, guys, like, buy the puzzle, but there's a good chance you're not going to fucking win $100,000, like, you know? And uh, I think a little over, like, now it's like over, like, 48,000 people have bought Jesus this fucking thing. Christ. And it's like, and it's like, that means, you know, a little over 47,000 people are not going to win 
the hundred thousand dollars, and that's that's gonna be a lot of disappointed people. And I want to, and like people are going in and like, I bought ten puzzles, <laughs> and I go, no, don't fucking do that. Like the port, the part, the, the the point of it is like, you buy one puzzle, and it's like a fun thing that you can talk about when like family comes over, and they're like, what's this QR code puzzle? And then you explain like that you could have won money from it. Like that's what it's. It's not you're not actually supposed to do it because like you're trying to like get money for your family or yeah, like you're supposed to do it because it's something fun to do. It's something. It, it should the the, the, the way it should be viewed is it's a puzzle first, and then there's a sweet little gimmicky thing on top Mm -hmm. but i think people took in they're like yes i won't have to work for the next year if i solve 15 of these and i was like fuck guys this is not how it's supposed to be but yeah it's doing really well i want to give it a quick quick plug um go buy it the 100kpuzzle.com um it's it's really sick it's a really fucking tough puzzle and it's really cool because it's only two colors it's green and black and it's a qr code and the way it works is when you scan the qr code it shows you what you've won uh, um, and you always win. You can win $0.25, cents, you can win $500, $1,000, $200, 50 you can win all kinds of money. Um, and This, this was, a, this was a, a good win for you. You were up early that day. We saw you. Yeah, it was exciting. You, you were out There's early. over $250,000 of prizes. That's how much money people Damn. can win. Um, so, so, it, so it is really, really cool. We're going to do it this weekend. Yeah, good fucking luck. Yeah, I already I tried at your house. It was difficult. Yeah, it's a bitch. I'm gonna have to have surgery on my hip, Dave. I'm very scared. I know. Scared. I've already heard this story. It's not. It's not. No, you haven't heard the story because I'm telling you that I'm scared. <laughs> I've heard the story on the podcast already, man. I never got, told you I was scared. You gotta come up with a new one. I'm getting close. <laughs> surgery, schmergery. <laughs> Are you gonna come visit me in the hospital? Yeah, if you fucking got good podcast stories. <laughs> if they're not all about if you complaining about this surgery, bro, you've never had surgery, so you wouldn't know. I have had surgery on what? My thumb. For what? Uh, they were just stitches. But it felt very surgical at the time because I was very young. Oh, oh, when you cut your hand, yeah. No, 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 not that. I, oh. I, I was hitting my friend John with a water bottle, mm. and I broke my bone. Because with a plastic I, bottle? With a plastic bottle because I put my thumb in front of the bottle, and when I hit him, he, like, kneed my, my thumb. And you know what? It, was, it sucked because I, I broke my thumb. And it was at it was at the high school football game, yeah. and my dad got my dad and I got into the biggest fight because he wouldn't let me go to the football game, and I was like, I'm I'm going, and he's like, you cannot go, and like I I really pissed him off, and guess who I had to call to pick me up from the football game? Your dad. My dad. Oh no. How much does that fucking suck? <laughs> what and he had to say? drive me right to the hospital. Oh. You know you know like you know how awkward that car ride is like from a guy who told you I don't know. Sorry, I hate to make the surgery about myself, but uh, what are you going through? Was it, was, it, was it very silent along the way? And then at one point he just Very goes, silent. Very I silent. I told you not to go. I told you. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what he said. Um, no, I, I'm totally kidding. You're getting surgery on what? On my hip. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Socks. That does suck. Why are you doing it? Because it hurts. It hurts like when you just do regular things or like... Yeah, man. I'm in pain. You can't walk around anymore? You see how I limp. I do see, but I, I always thought that was just because you wanted attention. <laughs> That had nothing to do with that? You were you're actually in pain? Yeah. I had one surgery once where I was wide awake the entire time. What was your other surgery? Um, I had like a palandial cyst on, on the base of my tailbone. I have a palandial cyst. Yeah, and they had to take it out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, did you know? Like, we could talk about this. This is fun. I have a palandial cyst, guys. It's kind of gross to talk about, but I have to because this is all about sharing. Um, it's a cyst that's right below your tailbone yeah. and right above your butt. Yeah. Like, like in like in like... Like the most upper region of like where your butt meets your back. Yeah. Yeah. Like not by your butt crack. I'm talking like above the butt. Anyway, I had a cyst there and it got so big I couldn't sit. So I had to go to the I had to go to the doctor and um they had to cut it open. They had to fucking cut it open. That's what happened. Oh, and did they put did they numb you and shit? 
yeah, they numbed me and they shot my cyst with a needle, like right into the cyst, and it hurt so bad. And the way I did it is the nurse was there, and she um, first, first, the nurse and the doctor were so cool, which I fucking hate. I hate cool doctors that are about to look at your balls and your ass. Like, that's the worst. Like, I don't want to – like, the last thing I want is a personable doctor before they're about to see everything about me. Like, I want somebody that, like, doesn't feel like a human. Yeah. So when they're operating on my asshole, um, it just feels like – it's just, like, a routine thing. But these guys were so cool Yeah. that I was like, I fucking hate how these guys are so friendly. That's like, funny. Yeah, you don't want, like, a young and cool hip No, doctor. no. And you want, fucking, like, an old man And this or woman's, woman. like, asking me, like, so what do you do? And I'm like, why social media? She's like, oh, like, YouTube? And, like, we fucking got into it, not knowing that she was going to – I thought she was going to step out of the room and I was just going to be the doctor, yeah. like, cutting. And she was there. She's like, take your pants off. And I ro- <laughs> I took my pants and my underwear off and I had to roll over on my side and I had to, like, cuddle up. So I put my knees to my chest right. and I was on my side. So, and, and they were they sat right to my side. I was on a lifted table, like about four feet above the ground, and it was just my asshole sticking in their face as he's still having conversation with me. And I'm going, I'm going, this is really weird. And he goes, yeah, we do a couple of these a day, though, so it's okay. And I was so fucking uncomfortable. You enjoy what you do? And it was, yeah, and it was, and they, they cut it open, and bro, it sh- that shit fucking hurt bad. It hurt bad. They cut it they open. They didn't numb it? No, they numbed it, but like... But like it's still, you know, they numb it like five minutes before, so it's still a little. It's oh, still a mine little was like I'm such a bitch with pain too, and they cut it out and they pulled out the cyst part of it. Like they pulled out like all these ingrown hairs. Did you get to keep it? No, I didn't get to keep it, but I took a picture of it. It's fucking nasty, but it was like the coolest thing. It was all bloody. Joe, get off me. It was Please. all bloody. It was really, really gross. And yeah, that was, that was like one of my first like tiny surgeries I've ever had. And I have to go back because they have to do like a full operation on, on my asshole. I'm not being serious. Like They're like, if you don't want it to come back, you have to come back for a full-on operation. And that's what you had. Yeah. So that's what you had. That's what I have to get. Are you gonna have to go do that? I just got. Yeah, I just got to go do ours the same day. Do you still have a pelundial cyst? No, I'll do the hip, and you do your asshole. Oh my god, right next to each other. <laughs> How you doing, we babe? do the podcast that way. <laughs> <laughs> we're both we're both on the medical beds. Yeah, but that, it'll be great. Like if when I can run again. Oh my god. Would you rather have a hot doctor or a not hot doctor? Ugh, not hot doctor. Me too. Oh, oh my God. I'm like an old man or an old woman, somebody who's just like seen it all. But I do do that when I have to take my pants off with doctors. I, in my head, I go, okay, this is not a big deal. This is what they do. This but, is fine. But it's gotten weirder for me ever since like when – like if I have to take my pants off for a doctor, it's gotten weirder for me since I've been doing YouTube and like since I'm like really out there in the public world. Right. Like it's gotten a lot scarier. But they probably didn't even know you, know you at no. all. No. Oh no! <laughs> yes, there was there was a time where I had to go to get that to get the cyst checked out before, right? Um, because I like I, I went to like it was like a dermatologist. It wasn't like a person that did it, and it was a big office. I, I'm not fucking exaggerating this at all. I am not exaggerating this at all. Four nurses came into my room <laughs> to get pictures and videos for their for their sons or daughters. I shit you not. I was like I was. So shocked. I was like, first of all, I never get recognized this much, especially with other people. And I was like, how is this legal? Like, right. how are these people coming in here? Like, the day you had to do your butt? Or a different no, time? This was, this was like a month before uh-huh. when I went to go get it checked on. It was like yeah. a big dermatologist's office. And dude, I was fucking – they kept coming in because I guess I, I, my name was on the, the fucking call, call sheet. And maybe one nurse knew who I was. Yeah. And then she told everybody else. And they kept fucking coming in to the point like where then there was just the nurse and the doctor there. 
Um, the nurse was very young. I think she was interning from like high school. It looked like, and she was ready to look at my ass. <laughs> and like, and like, she was like, as they as I'm pulling down my pants, like the doctor's going, the doctor's going, ah, oh, you're a big hitter on the office here. Everybody's talking. I'm like, dude, this is not what I want to fucking hear when you're looking at my ass, sis. It is a little strange. It, yeah, it was really, really strange. Um, but I battled through it. I have something we can talk about. So lately, I've I've made a big realization that I've been doing something wrong. I um every time I'm working on like a project, I just keep it to myself because I just I like to um uh, under promise and over deliver. Like that's my favorite thing. So I don't talk about anything. So when the perfume launched, everyone was like, "Where the fuck did this come from? Right? Like why did why didn't we know about a perfume? Like is this some money grab? Where in reality we're working on it for a year and a half, and it took up a lot of my fucking time. Right. Um, and and I think it 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 doesn't get as people as excited as they should be about the things I launch, and it makes things fall flat. So I want to talk about something that I am working on right now that I've been keeping a secret for the past eight mo- months, probably a year now. Um, I want to talk about the the pizza company I'm starting mm. called Dobricks. Okay. It's run by um. The one and only. Yours truly. Ilya Fedorovich. CEO Ilya. That's why Ilya is out now. great introduction you gave yourself. That's why Ilya is out here in LA to uh, help run this pizza company. It's called Dobricks. And yeah, we've been working on it for a little over, what, how long now? Uh, like six, seven months. Six, ever, seven, ever since I moved here. Six, seven months. Ever since I moved here. We what, had the idea like a year ago. What's the hardest thing about launching a pizza company? Hold on, let's let's let the dust settle a little bit. Okay. We just made a big announcement here, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably want to applaud me for a little while and compliment no, 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 me no, on no. the idea well, let's, before we get into it. Let's backtrack. Like I think people always, I think people are always wondering like what Ilya was doing out here, and it was always to like pursue some kind of other business venture with him. And like this is, this is, um, I fucking love pizza. I'm from Chicago, and it means a lot to me. And we've been doing a lot of, we've we've done a lot of taste tests up until now. Um, Ilya's right now we're working on logos, branding. Um, and yeah, all this time I've been trying to keep it a fucking secret, but we just trademarked the name a couple months ago and then people started finding out, but I'm super pumped about it. Um, and yeah, it's not going to be like a ghost kitchen or something. It's going to be like a full blown like restaurant. It's, you know, it's not going to be, yeah, it'll be sick. I'll tell them more about it. Yeah. uh, I think we're going to have a cool location. We're almost, uh, set to close the lease. Oh, the location is fucking sick. Yeah. That I won't talk about. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that's, that's I love cool. the location. Yeah. It's fucking tiny, but it's in a fucking sexy spot. And it's a standalone building, so like it really, really stands out from everyone. When will the pizza uh-huh. place be open? Realistically, realistically, eight to twelve months. Yeah, but I give that it a, I can that I can um that I can underpromise. I give it, for yeah, sure. I but, give it a year. A year, yeah. the pizza place will be open. It'll be called Dobricks and. I yeah. What's gonna be on the menu besides pizza? Is it just pizza? Is it a, the is first location? Just pizza. Just pizza. Yeah. I yeah. want it to be super easy, just like in and out. You come in, you know, you know. There's no fucking, no thirty options. Can you um, sit? Right. No. no. So it's gonna be a two go place. There's mm-hmm. no sitting. Uh, I mean, there'll be like a little like you know, camp out, hangout area in the front, but place you're to not stand. Be able to sit. Yeah. And then there, there's also most likely gonna be like an outside space that you can stand at it'll be literally like a dairy queen like imagine like going into dairy queen there's a counter you you, maybe there's two seats like you can sit there and wait for your pizza right but there's no there won't be like a waiter or anything something like that um but yeah i'm so fucking excited for it and and i've been trying to keep it a secret forever but i that's not i guess that's not fun i feel like keeping people updated updated with things is is a little more fun what's what's been the hardest part about it so far yo I think the branding. Oh is like, yeah, the logo is so 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 tough. So tough. Yeah, because yeah. like there's no right answer. It's like but when you see so- it, when you see it, and like you love, you're like, oh, that's it. But like right. we haven't had that yet. Yeah, it's we've been, been working on the logo for like a month, uh-huh. and it's just it's such a bitch because like it's like 
It's also so tough because you like it and then you show it to somebody else and they go, that looks fucking stupid. Right. Um, right. But I think it'll be a lot easier now that we talked about it on the podcast. I feel like you're about to get a yeah. lot of fucking, a lot of logos coming yeah. at you, which is nice. I feel like that too. Wait, what? Did you see this fucking NBC article? This is a real article. It's titled, Former Israeli Space Security Chief Says Extraterrestrials Exist and Trump Knows About It. Then in more details, it's a galactic federation has been waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. And apparently, uh, President Trump is aware of the extraterrestrials' existence and had been on the verge of revealing um, information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria. This is a fucking article on NBCNews.com. The unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet, says the defense uh, secretary, the interview in Hebrew ran on Friday and gave. Eshed, Eshed said cooperation agreements had been signed between species, including an underground base in the depths of Mars, where there's an America, where there are American astronauts and alien representatives. Are you fucking kidding me? What? How is this on NBC? It's like they wrote this shit for our podcast. Like, like it sounds fake. There is an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. My thing is, if aliens come, like, do they want to kill us? Man, maybe they just want to chill. But why here? Water. They need you don't water. Think aliens have water. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe they need more water. There's a lot of water on Mars, isn't there? Yeah, they got water on Mars. I'm sure if you're an alien and if you can get to Earth, you can get to a lot of other places that have water. Imagine the aliens move here and one of them becomes a big TikTok star. <laughs> That'd be sick. Well, that's how they say Lil Huddy got a start. <laughs> they say he's actually from Pluto. <laughs> I don't believe it. It's but. like Lil Miranda, or whatever her name is. The like. AR girl. That does feel kind of right, though. Yeah. Like, that does feel like what would happen. Like, an alien comes, everyone's freaking out about it. And then, like, five, fast forward five months later, it's like, he's just another TikTok star. And he's like, all the comments are like, what happened to you? You're so washed up. <laughs> like, all the comments are like, you used to be so cool when you landed. And, like, now he's just doing, like, meet and greets at Nordstrom. <laughs> like, like that's that does sound like a very, like... Like, especially where humanity is in 2020, just for us to, like, accept something and then just be yeah. like, okay. Try to, try to cancel Glargon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glargon super sexist. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry for what I said. <laughs> you have Please to keep guys. in mind I am new to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and the mistakes I make, I will be making a couple in the future. But I am here to serve humanity. I mean, I don't know. I'm listen. I'm all for aliens um, coming to Earth. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's. Uh... I didn't mean to chop off that girl's head on that live. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I just don't understand how they're speaking to them. Well, I mean, yeah. What's like? Where, what, what language are they speaking? What did they sign? Who signed something? Was it on did Zoom? Have, Was it does, in person? Does this mean they have hands? Well, of course they're zooming. It's COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think aliens don't respect our COVID rules? How hard is it to communicate with another species that is smart? Can't be that. That can't be that difficult. Yeah, but what? Like, there are a lot of languages in the world. What if they're idiots? Why are they necessarily speaking English? Why aren't they speaking? Who said maybe they don't have Wi-Fi? You think they're just idiots? Yeah. You think they're just idiots that like have a spaceship that goes so fast and they have no idea how they're getting to Earth? Maybe Maybe it's not a spaceship. You think they're just like it's like just like like imagine like a burnout that goes on like a road trip across the United States and ends up like at the Grand Canyon. Like that's how the aliens are. Maybe you assume they're superior. They might not be. It's just like teenagers from an alien land that like stole their parents' car and just kept driving. (laughs) 
Yeah, we all we ended up here on Earth. What the fuck is this shit? It's <laughs> just the dumbest fucking aliens. Yo, they're these shrooms hitting hard. Yeah, they're always stoned and drugged. Maybe there's a girl out there for me on Mars. <laughs> you ever think about that? Could be. Would you date a Martian? Sure. Hell yeah. Really? I mean, at this point, <laughs> at this point, I'm trying to find somebody that will take care of me when I'm old. That's basically where I'm at. Wow. So you date an alien? I take an alien. Sure. What if, okay, what if the alien's super hot, but the way they have sex is she has to pull out your eyeball and, and, and spit right under it and put your eyeball back in? <laughs> what if, if it felt good. If it felt good? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, it feels good for her, but then she'll try to do it to you and you'll try to explain to her, like, that's not how her eyes work. And she won't understand. She'll get sad and she'll be pouty in her alien corner. We go to therapy. <laughs> Jason, do you want to talk a little bit about what your sex life is like? Yeah, my fucking eyes are pulled out of my head. <laughs> I'm screaming in pain. I don't like it. <laughs> You're so selfish. <laughs> you only think about yourself. What about my needs? You're so selfish. <laughs> then I'd be like, okay, okay, I'll do it. What if like, what if like all of a- the aliens' body parts like? You know, when they lose them, they just grow back like a lizard. So you ask her to give you a blowjob, but she bites your dick off, thinking, <laughs> thinking that, thinking that that's how it works. It's just, it's just you'll grow another one. What kind of man are you? <laughs> Only one penis. <laughs> that doesn't grow back. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today's podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank if, you, if, David. If, I just landed here. If anybody has any connection to any aliens that would want to be on the podcast, if they listen, if you meet an alien. and We a, tried the $100,000 puzzle. <laughs> it it took us quite a while. <laughs> we thought we'd solve it in an hour. We won 25 cents, <laughs> so we are happy. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, go buy the merch. Go buy the perfume. Get ready for Dobrik's, the pizza place, and go buy Jason's, uh, I don't know. Just go buy, go throw money at Jason if you see him on the street. That'd be great. All right, we'll see you guys later. My name is Jeff. Bye. <laughs>